In a world where millennials have no idea what the f they're doing with their lives. What's with Millennials Podcasts? One day, a group of concerned citizens got together to conduct an experiment. They wondered, what would happen if you mixed together smartphones, mocha frappuccinos, and college debts? When all was said and done, this is what they got. Three, two, one. <laughs> Diodonis sitting here with our co-host Truex and special guest DJ, producer, artist, and owner of Honor Flow Productions, DJ Chuck, aka the Old Soul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What up? What up? What up? What's going on, Chuck? How's it going, man? You know, just getting the day started, man. We just you know getting things going here down in LA. Got got another busy day ahead of us, but uh, you know, want to take a minute to chop it up with you guys. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> Yeah, thank you for coming on, man. Yeah, we always appreciate you. it. Now, how is everyone's week going so far? Chuck, how's your week going so far, man? It, it's, it's been a wild week, man. Um, got a lot of recording, a lot of writing going on. Um, just ripping and running. You know you know how it is. Like when, when you run an independent business, it's not like you have people working for you. So you are the secretary. You are the uh, – uh, you're you're uh, HR. You are the <laughs> – you are the bank. You are everything under under you know under the sun. So you got to take everything, everything and take care of the household as well. So a lot of that's going on. Actually, um, my grandmother turns eighty five tomorrow, so we're going to take a quick little little vacation and celebrate that real quick uh, oh, this nice. weekend. And uh, yeah, man, just getting a couple gigs booked and um, in the middle of recording, uh, finish up these records, man. I'm sure we'll talk about that a little bit later on. Awesome. But it's just been it's, it's it's definitely been hectic as always, man. I've been out every night, damn, in the last week. Um, on some gigs or networking, whatever the case may be. I mean, I mean, D, you know all the um, the contents of it, man. You always got to be oh, yeah. out, you know, doing so. It's you know, it's the grind, definitely to it, man. But it's, but it's, but it's been productive. I'll say, I'll say that much. What about you guys? Well, you know, I'm actually having a decent week. I uh, you know, work was pretty chill for the rest of the week after the the long weekend we had, and mm-hmm. then uh, now four days off. There you yeah, go. Yeah, I cannot complain. Hey. How about you, you, D? Dude, my week has been. Crappy. <laughs> I've had, oh my gosh, I went through, uh, oh man, I went through uh, uh, problems at work, dealing with crazy people, uh, and then uh, I ended up going through like uh, a breakup. Oh. Yeah. So, but for fun, what I did was I tried to carp, uh, carp, carp. Compartmentalize. Um, wow, I can't speak. What carp? What? What's the word? Compartmentalize. Yes, that Can't, that word. Compart- 
Compartmentalize. Yeah, compartmentalize. I try to compartmentalize stuff. So I wrote down the different stages that I was going through through my breakup. You ready for this? I call this this the ten stages of ending it. Okay, oh, check this oh, out. This is, this is actually this is actually smart information right now. I think the world needs this one. Okay, this is exactly. Cool, right thank in. you, thank you. That's what I'm trying to tell people. Okay, stage one. Okay, bye, Felicia. <laughs> What's funny is I dated a girl named Felicia. (laughs) Bye, Felicia. Exactly. Okay. Stage two. Whoa. What happened? Okay. Stage three. Girls are fucking stupid. Stage four. Ed Sheeran and vodka. (laughs) Stage five. Stage, (laughs) Stage five. Roller coaster. Okay. Stage six, I made the right choice. Stage seven, reminisce. Stage eight, I'm doomed. Stage nine, you. Stage 10, the reinvention. (laughs) And then uh, I had a bonus round, which was drunk, dancing, naked in front of a mirror. Maybe, maybe. I, 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 all those are crucial. I would have switched around to order on a couple. Yeah. But, but those are definitely help stages. And I think we've all kind of been through. I think they all highlight the idea of coming to grips and dealing with it in, in, in serious fashions. But those, those are pretty spot on. Okay. I know about the the bonus I mean, round the, though. The vodka, I'd... I mean, it, it's pretty much. I don't know about the insurance and vodka. I mean, you. Everybody goes to those. <laughs> but the, that bonus round, I cannot get that picture out of you my head now, and, and it's it's disturbing. Nope. Everybody, it's the, the disturbing. Insurance and vodka is real. I don't know if it's insurance. It could be any artist, you know, filling the blank in vodka. But yeah, a lot of those is real, and I would I would, I would switch on order a couple, but those are really real. But with the the, the last stage, man, that that's just you. I, I don't know. <laughs> You got to be lucky to make it to the bonus round, guys. What can I tell you? All right. That is, that is not luck. <laughs> All right. So um, something else that I saw was um, I'm actually still currently in school. And you know what? I saw the most millennialist thing that I saw in my life. You know what that was? Uh, uh, well, it's a college uh, campus. Me. I need to know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, well, check this out. Check this out. I'm going to ask you an informal question. Okay. Do you know how you know you're a millennial? How? Okay. How? You know you're a millennial when you don't get off your hoverboard when you go into a bathroom stall. Whoa. Oh. Okay. <laughs> wait, wait. This dude, this dude took a piss off. This on, dude. On. See, see I, don't, I don't even call. See, here's the thing. I don't call those motherfuckers hoverboards. Can I cuss on this podcast? I just yeah, yes, you can. I don't call those motherfuckers hoverboards, man. Like, straight up. Like, if, you, if, if you've seen Back to the Future. Right? Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, it's not. Those, a, it, those, yeah. those are segues. Yep. <laughs> Those are fanciful segues. Those are not hoverboards. Yeah. But back to the topic again. You tell me this dude was on these wheels and took a piss this, on this thing. This dude, check it, check it. He he was wearing Beats headphones, studio version. Mind oh, that's you. really millennial. Right really? He he drives in, right? He drives in. I turn I look at him in the mirror like he's crazy, right? He drives in, he makes it to the bathroom door stall, and then he puts it in reverse. Beep. Beep, beep, as he opens Yo. the door and then drives straight in. I was just like, is this for real? You know what would know have been better? If, if someone in a wheelchair would have came out and just cut his off. You're lucky you can't see your legs. Like, really? Right. But yeah, but you know what? Enough about me. Uh, DJ Chuck, you just released a 60-track yep. masterpiece. Okay? 
called. Really? Thank you. Yeah, yeah, man. I'll, I'll listen to it. Uh, called Selecta. Right. Selecta. Now, yes, sir. I have a theory about it. Why you called, why you named it that? But 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 what what is your reason? For naming it that in the first place. Well, well, I can't take credit for the name for the name of, of this one. This actually is a um, a joint venture. This 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 tape right here. By the way, you can go get that on Productions.com. You know, I'm always gonna plug it on Productions.com. Go and download download that for free. It's a um, a joint venture between myself and a uh, good friend of mine by the name of Hamilton uh, Hamilton Augustine. Um, he has a clothing line, uh, and he wanted to put something together. To not only plug the line, but also he, you know, he has a lot of musical, you know, friends. And he's like, how can I bring all this musical talent together under under you know one roof? Mm-hmm. So he came up with the name Selecta, which is of course comes from DJing culture and dance hall culture. The job of a selector when it, when when you know earlier day was this person picked the record and gave it to the DJ from the play. Nowadays, the selector is almost in one. You're a DJ, you pick the record, you put the record on. But back then, with sound system crews. You had a person that was designated to actually pick the song and tell the DJ, put this on, this is going to rock. So now, that's what a selector meant. Now, so, so, yeah, selectors, the, selectors now, they still exist. They're just unwanted. They're, yeah, selectors they're, are, they're, <laughs> called the, they're called the drunk chick. They're called the drunk chick, you know, about 11 o'clock. They're telling me, put that song on. No. <laughs> Those are the unwanted selectors. Like the, the selectors that say, play this song so I can get laid. Play this song because, you know, we just got here. We're just leaving, you know. Or play it right now. No, that's not how it works. <laughs> awesome. You know. But, yeah, it's it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a joint venture between myself and Hamilton. There's a whole bunch of other selected mixes coming. Uh, there's some already on his site, which is HamiltonAugustine.com. Uh, you can get mine right now, uh, like I said, on the floor productions.com. And also check out Ham's website. Like I said, HamiltonAugustine.com. Got some fly shirts, man. A lot of fly gear up there. And, and, and check it out. Awesome, man. Nice. Awesome. Now, how long have you been doing music for, uh, DJ Chuck? There's many ways to answer that question. Um, <laughs> <coughs> let's see. I have been writing since I've been, she's 12. DJing since, to next year will be 15 years since I started DJing. Well, congratulations, oh, wow. man. Next year, 15, 15. Matter of fact, the, the, around the time I started DJing is when I met you, funny enough. Okay. So that's going on almost 15 years. That's 2003 uh, when I started. And then uh, HFP, as a group, we just celebrated 10 years. It's going to be 11 years we've been. So DJing for 14, as a group, we've been together now 11. That includes me producing that for 11 years, so... We're going on, you know, I, I market at the time we started as a group. You know, the first couple gigs and stuff, you know, those are house parties and breaking in. You know, do, do you, you remember those house parties, man? Of course. You know, I said, you mean, I mean, yeah, that's right. You were at that one big house party. I, I was. Like that. Yo, that was, I don't know if you realize this, that was the first time I ever used the name Onaflow. I didn't know that. That was the reason why I came up because we were putting a fly together. You remember my man's, my man's Dre, who I DJed with. Yeah, yeah. And, um... You know, we're making a flyer. I just want to put DJ. At the time, we went by DJ Dre. He's DJ Kryptonite now. You know, but I, and I, I was just DJ Chuck, and I was just like, man, I want to put some extra spice on the flyer, man. I don't want to just put DJ Chuck and DJ Dre. I need to put a name behind it. So I had two. I had two choices, and I came up with it in the middle of church. Yeah. Either it was going to be Foxhound Productions. You know, shouts out to all the Metal Gear fans out there. But I knew Konami probably sued me for that. <laughs> since Konami sues everybody nowadays, that was a smart decision. You see how they did Kojima, man. They did that oh, yeah. dirty. And oh, they brought yeah. them classics. Um, it was either that or I was like, well, what's something that represents me? Who am I? I'm like, all right, I'm an honor roll student, so high quality. So what we call it, we call it honor flow, honor flow productions. 
So oh, that flyer, nice. yeah, so that so that's how the whole name came about. And that party was the first time I ever used the name Honor Flow Productions. It was for that, and it just sprung into that, man. And uh, like I said, we, now it's eleven years. I feel like these since I'm on this, man. We, we 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 may have to play some of the old records, man. Oh, God. Shoot. <laughs> I got the hard drive oh. in front of me. We have to play some of the old oh, records. Oh God, those were so terrible. He taught me how to how to write music. Oh, Chris. nice. Okay. Yes. They, he, they, <laughs> but you know what? I, I got to give I got to give you some credit here because like this this is what I don't think you understand. There's only two people I've ever worked with where we'll walk in a room and we don't have a damn thing ready. It was just blank canvas. What we're we gonna do? And by the mm-hmm. end of the next couple hours, we have something done. Yep. It's eliminate mm-hmm. and you. You're the only two. Like I can comfortably walk in a room, make a beat, make a whole song, and be done in four hours, four or five hours. Yeah, man. You are the only two I've ever worked with where that has happened. So that you got to give yourself a lot of credit for that, man. Like, thank you, I like, appreciate those, that. Those, those, those summer nights were fun. Those are some fun, fun, fun sessions. Yeah, man. And the, uh, I'm, you haven't made a song with me for what, like. 10 years, so I'm it's, it's, a lot it's, faster. Yeah. <laughs> it's, been a, it's been a while. Man. I've learned a little. <laughs> but, you, but you know, man, like I said, I still got all those joints, man. Like You were the first singer I ever worked with. Like, oh, really? Yeah, you, you were the first singer I ever I ever worked with. So, Man, that's awesome, but yeah, man. You, you got you got to give yourself that. We gotta, we gotta give, let's, let's give D a round of applause. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Oh, stop. There we go, there we go, there we go. But, uh, but, uh, but yeah, man, going on 11 years now, and... Uh, you know, a lot, lot, lot of new things are coming up, man. A lot of new things. Awesome, man. Now, Chuck, as an artist, right, you right, exp- right. you express yourself in one of the most <laughs> ancient forms of, uh, you know, known to man, which is music, right? Now, how, right, right. how important do you think the freedom of self-expression is? It's everything. Um, and, and funny enough, the new HOP album that's coming out, um, it loosely deals with the idea of freedom. Not to give too much away. Yeah. All those details will be re, re, you know, revealed in due time. But it loosely deals with the idea of freedom. And I don't really mean patriarchal freedom. I mean you know, freedom of expression, freedom to do things in life you want to, freedom to love people you want to love, you know, you know things of that nature. Personal freedom, financial freedom, uh, uh, professional freedom. Um, it's everything, but I think something that where people really get it mixed up is, uh, especially in our country. Yes, we do have the freedom of speech, but we also have people have the freedom of reaction. Just because you have the freedom to say what you want, doesn't mean there's going to become there's going to come consequences with it. Yeah. Great example. Let's give a basic example. I'm working at a job. I don't like my boss. I have the freedom to walk in my boss's office. You know what? You're an asshole. <laughs> but my boss. But my boss also has the freedom. Goes, you know what? I don't like you said that. Fuck you, you're fired. <laughs> exactly. So you know what I mean, so there, there's. Con- I think people forget. Like you, there's consequence. Like they have the the right to combat your freedom of speech. And say, you know, I don't like what you said, so I'm going to do this. There's a consequence to it. Uh, absolutely. So you, so we have free will. I mean, it's like this isn't just a general idea of free will. You have the freedom to do whatever you want. But that doesn't mean there's, there, you know, there's consequences. There's a reaction to, there's a reaction to every, there's a, a reaction to every action. Things are saying. So action to every um, reaction. Thank you, thank you. Uh, but you know, I think people forget that just because you say some shit doesn't mean you're gonna, you know, there's not gonna be some reaction. People are not gonna, you know. My thing is always, if you really mean what you say, stand by it. If you're prepared to defend it, yeah, you know, absolutely. But don't, but don't, but don't think you can just go run for the mouth and say some. Shit. 
and you're not gonna be challenged <laughs> on it, or, or it's gonna be. I, I think people really, really forget that point, man, and I think that's a cop out. Like, yeah, so like you have to be held responsible for whatever yeah, you, you say. To. So if you're going to stand up for what you believe in, stand all the way up and stay there. So right. I, I follow through right now. The, absolutely. The, re- the reason and why, why you got to watch what you say, you know, absolutely. Now, the, the reason why I ask about self-expression is, you know, with all the rallies and the protests happening, I wanted to discuss, you know, our topic this week, which is public nudity. Yeah. <laughs> you know, from uh, breastfeeding to EDM festivals, you know, this week. We free the beast. Yes. Yes. I like free the beast. Let's talk a little right? bit about well, this. B- before we get started with that, right? Before we get started with that, we're going to go right, ahead right. and get started with some news. No, 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 no. And that's the way the news goes. Yeah. So, so this week in news, um, we're gonna talk about one thing that I know it's been on the news. It's been everywhere. Is DACA? DACA. Please uh, explain what that is. So, so DACA is is um, Obama signed it in, in into into law, and which that's a whole nother issue. But he signs it into law, and basically that's allowing that the dreamers, they call them dreamers, the the children of Mexican immigrants, mm-hmm. to stay here legally. Yeah. Okay. Now, now Trump went kind of against what Obama did, but he actually did absolutely nothing. It's all over the news and people making a big deal. All Trump did was stop the application process. <laughs> so he's allowing DACA to remain. He just stopped the app- application process and, and it's all over the news. No, and what does that mean, stopping the application so, so process? Meaning now the dreamers cannot apply for any kind of uh, citizenship at this point in time. Um, okay. And it, it, so it, everybody is talking about it. D, I don't, I don't know what your thought process is mm-hmm. on it. I, you know, where I stand on illegal immigration. Um, I, well, I wanted to get all the facts first before I stated my opinion. Yeah. Um, but let 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 me turn to um to DJ Chuck, our our special guest. Chuck, uh, do you know about DACA? Of course, you're gonna throw me the live light. Yeah, let Chuck comment on. Yeah. <laughs> let, let Chuck comment um, on it. So so with 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 DACA for me, um. I knew a little bit of it, and I want to do more research as well. Mm-hmm. Here's some things that – well, first of all, in terms of the the application. So you cannot – let's clear up because you cannot apply anymore. Anybody who's part of the program has to renew has until August, October 6th. They have a month now okay. to renew, or they're going to be in deep, deep waters in terms of, of, of making sure they're still on, on record doing this. Mm-hmm. The thing about DACA I didn't know was and there's some misconceptions I thought of and I had to, I had to research on. So it's an extensive process. Yeah, they have to renew every two years. They have to pay taxes. You know, documents have to pay taxes, and, and because they're not citizens, you know, full fledged citizens, yeah, they ha- they can't reap the benefits of a tax return. You know, so oh, okay. that that that's all cleared up. They they, they have to pay taxes. Yeah. Um. There are strenuous, there are strenuous, you know, ways of going about. It. Some say there's loopholes to, you know, they have maybe free education or free health care. That's debatable, you know, because it feels like, you know, when you're using tax dollars, you're not getting the reaping the benefits of it. And like Absolutely. I said, it's, for me, it feels like it's a tri- it's a trial process. If you really want to be, you know, a citizen of this country, yeah, you know, 
you have to go through the process, you know, and uh, we all know our immigration systems all screwed up. Absolutely. Like, there yeah. are people there. Are, there are people I know who are, tw- you know, 20, 25 years later after working as a student or a worker on a green card and finally gets in, you know, a, um, a full fledged citizenship. Yeah. That's a whole nother conversation. 25 I think that's I think, years. It, it can yeah, take, it think, can take a think, long time. And I it, think, I, I think the thing with DACA was it's, it's trying to, well, like I said, the whole the whole idea of speeding up process of becoming a citizen is a whole nother topic. I think this kind of was like almost a way of trying to trying to help the process. Yeah. But well, 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 for the, for me, I'm sorry for for me, um, the, the idea of whether this should go through or not. Two ways of looking at this for me. Obviously, by the book, you're not supposed to be sneaking anybody in the country. Obviously, yeah. And try, yeah, like we know that by the book. So, but what I what I don't what I don't you know I'm all, I'm a person that's like you want to do things by the book. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But at the same time, I believe in you cannot you cannot make someone pay for the sins of the father or the mother. You just can't. Right. <laughs> and and you, 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 that's what that's um, kind of what DACA does. Is it, DACA was was created for those for those kids to who came that weren't. It wasn't their fault that they were here. Absolutely, they're not the ones who chose to come across the border. Their parents did. So what it, all that was was to 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 help them remain in what they call home. That's always been home to them. <laughs> yeah, which I'm I'm totally good with. Um, uh, I think uh, Trump cutting off the 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 application process is, uh, was was a fact to to kind of throw it in Congress's lap. Okay, but, but all Congress has to do is sit there and do nothing because it's gonna. It, Trump's ability to do what he's uh, what he did it's only for a certain amount of time and then it's just going to go back to the way it was. I mean everything is pretty much signed in the, in the office at this point it's been executive orders and if yeah. you know yeah. about the executive branch you know you got to go through all three branches exactly so basically <clears throat> his whole presidency in the last nine months has been one executive order after another which is not not necessarily the best way of, of yeah, I mean an, an executive uh, order is kind of like should be your last resort resort yeah you really want to get some past to we shouldn't be the first resort you know it's kind of like put i looked at it from perspective of, of someone pulled my citizenship like yo you're gonna go back to africa <laughs> i'd be so pissed dude <laughs> like i don't i don't i don't like these kids don't know they're like i'm trying to think how would they know what country to send them to okay your parent was from xyz yeah so yeah, we're gonna send you there and you've never been there before yeah it's, yeah but i don't i don't want to keep I, talking about trump because it would just keep yeah. going on forever and ever. right I mean, we don't we'll, need to do that we'll just end it on on this and i'll say i hate talking politics online i i can't stand it because it becomes a pissing contest to the point where no one can actually discuss absolutely yep their 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 beliefs and we need to find some kind of I, the only way to find a solution is to actively talk about it and and go i, I hate the term agree to disagree like say what you go. Sometimes say, we're gonna have to do that, and we're gonna have to move on. So yeah. with our topic for today, <laughs> public nudity, we're gonna go ahead and get started with that. But before we do, we're gonna get started with our next segment called "If You've Been Living Under a Rock" with Announcer Man. Uh oh, where's this going? Since Adam and Eve walked the Garden of Eden, public nudity has existed. Throughout history, the naked body was seen as artistic and elegant until the 1700s. Fast forward 300 years later and the nude body is seen as an act of defiance. 
Is the younger generation trying to express their freedom of expression? Or are they pressing the wrong buttons? This has been If You've Been Living Under a Rock. All right. So, first impressions. Chris, should nudity be allowed? Yeah. <laughs> Why not? I mean, if you want to walk around <laughs> naked and share, I mean, share. Um, but I think it should only be designated areas. I, would, I don't think you should be walking around naked down the street and you have your wing. Designated you know, bouncing, naked areas? Bouncing from leg to leg, you know. It's like, you know, that you have nude beaches and whatever. I think that's all right, but... I, I I don't know, man. It's a touchy subject. Yes. <laughs> <Is it? laughs> you know what? I I think there should be. I think nudity should be allowed, but there should be designated non-nudity areas. Yeah. For instance, my god gym. <laughs> 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 no new no because oh why is it okay? I, we talked about this before, Chris. But Chuck, answer me this question right here. Go ahead. You you've been to a gym, right? Oh yeah. Okay. Why is it? That old people in the gym are always the most comfortable sitting their naked bodies, just naked flat on the bench. Yeah. Just because, ball sack. Because, because on, when you get that age, man, you're like, you don't give a <laughs> no more. It's like, you're probably married. You're probably married. Or, you know, you just like, you know, like, it's like the older you get, man. It's like the more comfortable like just walking around the house in your drawers. You don't give a no more. You're just like, whatever, man. Like, the, the less of... But the, my gym and is I, not I, your I house. Started, <laughs> I started I started laughing when you said the gym because that was the first thing in my head. I thought, man, like the old dudes be walking in and be like, oh, man. That was the first thing. I, that's why I started laughing. That was the first thing I thought about. Oh, exactly. just but, just um, imagine if they allowed like full nudity while you're exactly. working out too. Oh, that'd be so disgusting. You see an old man bend over to pick up a weight and just oh no. But this no, is what you no, want, Chris. No, no you said no, you wanted this. No, I no, I never said I wanted this. <laughs> I was, uh, <laughs> Chris, uh, Chuck, DJ Chuck. Yes. Um, what are your first impressions on should uh, nudity be allowed? I'm with the designated spot because you know not everybody needs needs to see everything. You know, if 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 I'm out eating, like you like you just brought back the gym. Like this is why like I try my best to stay out the bathrooms of a gym. And you know you notice how it's like the most slippery how gyms are the most slippery. Why like, is that? Know, especially with the uh you know they got the saunas and it is every time the gym the smell of a gym bathroom is one of the worst smells on earth. Oh. It smells I mean that's the definition of a place smelling <laughs> like have you ever had Literally. to clean one? Ugh, I have. Oh, did you? Oh, oh, did you? you worked at a gym? Oh, yeah. No. That would, oh, oh, yeah. No. no. Yeah. yeah. Uh, when, when it comes to, oh, you got to, you know, go in there and clean it because I did the maintenance. Oh, so, yeah. oh, That's... God. Cleaning the drains was the most disgusting thing in the showers. <laughs> oh, my God. It, 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 oh, and women are nastier Dude. than men. Yeah, I'm just no. going to say that right now. You go you, in and you, you clean the women's bathroom compared to a man's bathroom. Men keep it cleaner. So, you women, I, I, you deserve to clean the bathrooms, not the men. Just saying. <laughs> Just, okay. With, with that said, with that said, uh, g- the gym bathroom is not on my list of top three worst bathrooms. <laughs> top three really? worst bathrooms. Yes. Are you ready for this? Um, what would be number three? Number three would probably be like a uh, like the uh, gas station bathroom. That might be number yeah. two. Um, number one, though, for me, would be a water park bathroom. Because I automatically yeah, yeah, yeah. assume, no, that's disgusting. I automatically assume just everything, every wetness on the ground is peed. Just yep, automatically. Yep, yeah. <laughs> the, the gym, the gym is in the top. The gym's got to be in the top three, though. Has to be in the top. Three. For you? 
Has to be. Oh yeah, no, I I I, 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 I agree. I'd put it higher than a gas station bathroom. Yeah, no, I I, I do too because those things are nasty. It's disgusting. You guys must not go to my, the right gym. Oh no, no, I worked in a gym. No. It doesn't matter if you go to the <laughs> right gym. Take, it's disgusting. You know the guy who worked in at the clean that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. No, yeah, like. no, that I'd, I'd actually put. I, I'd probably put a gym bathroom at number one on that list. Really? Oh, yes. Over the water park? Over the water park. What? You want to know why? Because I'm just going right back in the f-ing water. Okay. That's even worse. <laughs> so then you swim in a, in a fecal matter, and then you go <laughs> I, I, step I, think, I think I think the best way to answer this movie question, I'm going to quote my um, my favorite comedian, Chris Rock. I think everybody here has seen the special Never Scare when he talks about Janet Jackson. You know, when it's a 40-year-old titty, it's a man's titty. When it's a twenty-year-old titty, it's a community titty. End of story. <laughs> there we go. Speaking of titties, <laughs> public public breastfeeding. <clears throat> public breastfeeding. Now, this has been uh, in the news recently, um, and people, I've, I'm kind of surprised how big of a stance people have against this, either for it or against it. Um, but basically, um, there are a lot of people that are saying, you know. Breastfeeding in public should be allowed because when your baby's hungry, they're hungry, and sometimes they don't like like doing it under a shirt. They don't like doing it under like those little protectors that right. go around your neck. Um, and some people are offended by that and be like, "No, I don't want to see nudity out in the public. What am I trying? I'm trying to bring my kids out here, and then my, I can explain to them the baby boob or uh, 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 how how boob is out here, and and you know going through hard times, that's, through good times. That's just parents being That's parents being. You want to know why? Because you can go to the zoo and see the baby feeding on a nip. That's different. It, how's that different? Let me explain to you. We're how's animals. that different? Let me explain to you how's that. We're different. mammals. I want to suck on a, um, uh, a human's boob. I don't want to touch no monkey boob. <laughs> right. <laughs> no monkey boob. Right. But they, I don't care how tasty you look. It's natural. What's What's so wrong with the? Boob a lot of things look natural. R. Kelly peeing on a fifteen-year-old girl is natural, but it ain't natural. <laughs> Maybe don't mean that's right. Natural in a mental house, dude. Is <laughs> oh, R. Kelly. Chuck, how do, what is your stance on public breastfeeding? I, see, this is different than just walking around with just with hanging out. This is a natural thing. This is for a baby that's feeding. This this is not like you pulling your titty at spring break or something like that. No, this is. This which is ladies is okay? Spring break you know, titties which are fine. Which status, which status is fine as well, guys. But, this. Know, this this is a slippery slope, Chuck. <laughs> I disagree with you completely. It's a slippery slope. So you're telling I, I, me I'm, that if no, I'm at I'm spring break, hang on, hang on. You're telling me that if I'm at spring break and I'm a girl and I flash my titty, that the police officer is going to start walking toward me until I put a baby on that titty and be like, oh, okay, that's fine. <laughs> okay, now that's, now that's a little extreme right there. <laughs> a, it's a slippery slope, Chuck. It's a slippery slope. So, ladies, if you want, here's what you do if you actually, so this goes to the whole free the nip or free the boob deal, too, because because if you're breastfeeding, I think it's okay. So, ladies, if you want to walk around with your boobs hanging out, just carry around a fake baby and hold it up to your chest all day long. You'll be just fine. (laughs) Now, that brings up another another question, too. So, uh, Chuck, have you heard of free the nip or free the boob? I have. Okay, so uh, Chris, can you explain a little bit what, what that is to our listeners uh, who don't know what that is? It's a movement to to push for women to to for it not to be so. Uh, what's what's the term? People get so offended that that about 
boobs. And, and there's a lot of women out there that think their boobs are just like a man's boobs. Um, and, and that they should be able to walk around without a shirt if they want to, when it's hot outside. And, uh, so it's a, it's a movement that a lot of women take part in and they, they, they parade around a city with, with their tops off. Yeah. So in summary, so, so they give, they give free shows to guys when they're walking around. That's not what, (laughs) that's not what they do it for. In summary, it's, they want to feel the equality between having a man without a top walking around on a hot day and a woman having a top right. without it, a top it, walking around on a hot day. Yeah, it goes around. It, it goes back to this whole women want to be as equal as men, but absolutely. <laughs> now, now being a a freedom fighter, DJ Chuck, being being an expressionist, a person who who believes in freedom of expression, holding the freedom flag high. Okay, how do you feel about freeing the boob? Goes back to that Chris Rock example one more time. <laughs> but no, in in, in, in in all seriousness, like I said, it depends like if it's if it's breastfeeding, fine, but there is a standards and practices. Like there there are certain body parts that a man like they, they ain't only walking out with my Johnson hanging out, you know what I mean? Like like I guess the the idea of of society is that part of the body is sexualized. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like the, a, a man's, you know, chest is not. I mean, it can be, but it's not as sexualized as you as obviously as haven't chest. seen my chest <laughs> or, or mine. I got some. I, I got a nice pair of titties. So oh, I, I, I know this could probably go into like, well, what about someone that's like a certain weight? But that's the wrong thing to say. No, that's that's not that's not politically correct. Mm-hmm. But but um, for me, I guess it's just standards and practices in this. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So. A part of a body that's over-sexualized like that, I understand you want to, you know, make sure it's covered up in that nature. No one wants to, not, not everybody wants to see everything at the same time. Mm-hmm. Know? Yeah. And, and to, to go back to new beaches, new beaches are fine because you know what you're walking into. Yep. You, you know, like, what you're walking into is standards and practices. So if there's a spot that, that encourages that, cool. You know what you're walking into. <laughs> but if, yeah. if, you, if you don't establish that, like... Then we, we, we got some issues. I mean, like, you can have the debate going back to, you know, it's natural and Adam and Eve I, I wanna and, make, so on and so forth. I want to make, make the notion that we make all of California a nude beach. <laughs> all of California. All of California. All of California. <laughs> all of California. Even where there's but, no beaches. <laughs> it's all just but a you nude also beach. You got to think of something else. This is also psychology in a way because now you got to talk to folks about um, – because people have body image problems. Absolutely. People are, not comfortable, people are not comfortable with themselves. Dude, you you bring up an excellent, excellent point. You know, if there is more freedom, meaning that there is allowed more public nudity, like think of how that would affect people seeing themselves if they saw all different kinds of shapes and sizes of bodies, like how that would affect your confidence. Like, for instance, me, right? If I was to walk outside with no pants on, my confidence will be through the roof because I look like a tripod. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I'm saying. You know, you, that's all I'm saying. We're not, I mean, we're not advocating you to do that. Dude. <laughs> no, we don't want to see, bro. <laughs> yeah, no. I, I, that, that, see, and this is, brings up the point, like, nah, nah we're, we're good. Now, now, maybe some ladies out there, maybe some ladies out there. You know, I, I have to, you know, I have to wear a warning sign around my neck, you know, watch your eyes, but you know, Oh, watch your eyes watch your eyes i don't know you did watch your feet it might drag over yours <laughs> yeah you know what i mean like cue the boing sound effect right here uh, exactly. uh, but yeah but um you, you wouldn't catch my ass 
walking around outside naked, all right? I'm a white guy, so you know my ain't that big, and I'm fat, Ed. So <laughs> if you want a show and you want a free show, you got to come to my place where I walk around naked, and then... And now we're that's talking. A pri- that's a private show. That's a private show. <laughs> Speaking of which, now have have any one of you guys ever been streaking? No, 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 no. Have never, never done it. Have never done it. Never done it. Okay. I've gone swimming never naked, but I've never streaked. Okay, so you've done what? What is that called? Uh, 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 skinny dipping. Skinny dipping. So yeah, you, I've skinny see, dipped. see, see. I have yet to do skinny dipping, but I would like to. But it's got to be the right circumstance. Guys, let's go. Guys, come on now. Not with you. No. But, no, but no. The, <laughs> guys, you, really? I'm it's 2017. <laughs> <laughs> that <laughs> argument, dude. I really, I they, guys, if you did not listen to one of our previous podcasts, you should because 2017, it wins every argument. Every argument. <laughs> so, Chris, or Chuck, Chuck, in, yes. our, in, our, in one of our last uh, previous podcasts, um, I, I expressed to our listeners the way to win every single argument, no matter what it is. And this is, this is how you do it. Chuck, say something intelligent, and I'll show you. Say something that's an actual good argument. Go ahead. Make a statement. Uh, In-N-Out has the best burgers in, in California. Uh, come, uh, come on. Yeah, yeah. Really? It's 2017. <laughs> <laughs> It was 2017, and Tommy's has the best. Burgers. See, see, that's like that's like the ultimate cop out. It reminds me like when I was in high school and I did and I did speech and debate. Yeah. You want to weasel your way out of any argument? You say, "Yo, at least a nuclear war." That's how you win oh every my argument. Yeah, like that. That was the ultimate cop out. Like, oh, and this would happen. That would happen. It would lead to nuclear war. What's bigger than nuclear war? <laughs> I, I don't know. Nothing. Exactly. It was the, the the way, you know what you hit him with when they do that? Really? Come on. It's 2017. So now that, that leads me. That leads me to you. Ask you, D. What yeah. is your definition of 2017? Like, what is it? What is, is is it? Openness? Is it? Is it? That's is it a new? The definition or or the reason why that argument wins every both. single time? Okay. Both. My definition of 2017 is that um, it's a millennial age. You know, it's uh. It's young people trying to fight for their rights, trying to use the rights that they have to express themselves for the most part, regardless of what anyone says, you know, they're, they're doing it. We're doing it the right way. We're not going out and causing real pandemonium. Some people say, yeah, there's people who are looting and you guys don't know what real looting and rioting is. You guys don't remember the LA Watts riots where there's people causing fires and like people like getting pulled from trucks and beaten for their skin color, like that's to me that's like rioting, rioting. But right. um, but I would say uh, uh, 2017 is the year of expression. Now the reason why the argument, come on, really, it's 2017 wins to me is simply because it's just pointing out that whatever you're thinking is an old stylistic viewpoint. Yeah. But that, that it would work. It, it, the reason why it keeps working is because next year you could do say 2018. Yep. After that, two, come on, you can win every argument for but the rest of your always, life. <laughs> also, always argue. This is even even when we when we make it. Just going back, linking to the music, how we make our music. Mm-hmm. You know, everything comes from something. I, I have I have a point of view. It's called um, progressive nostalgia. You take what's good from the past and you put your own flavor on, it and you build from there. Just because something is old doesn't mean it's passe. Some things are, are, are there's a difference between old and, and vintage. Yeah. Vintage is everlasting and, and, and never dies out. Old is as old as and it dies out. Yeah. There's certain, like, philo- to, to me, with, 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 with this generation, let's be honest, certain things that, that we complain about are 
lightweight compared to 40, 50 years ago. Let's yeah. just keep it 100. But I will say there's something about our generation that, that I don't think our generation gets enough credit for. Um, and when I say our generation, I, I'm an 88 baby. I don't consider myself a millennial. You know, like I'm like the, the I'm the generation before it. Do you know but, Do you know the best way to tell if someone's a millennial? Do you know, Chris or Chuck? Actually, actually, I do. When you say you listen to JB and you meant James Brown, but I mean the Jonas Brothers. Okay, that's a, that's uh, one. But that, that's one. But this is this or is how Justin it, Bieber, right? Oh yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Better. See, see, you're a millennial. But no, okay, hey, Chuck. hey, hey, hey. <laughs> no, I am not. That's okay, better. this is this is how Chuck. This is how you tell. And I've known from my experience. We've been doing this for a little over a year now. So th this is the definite way to tell if someone's a millennial. Okay, ready for this, Chuck? Go for it. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you a question. Chuck, are you a millennial? Just missed the mark. I'm older than that. Okay, Chuck's Chuck is not a millennial, even though he fits in the year range. Chuck, yeah, what this, is what what yeah, what is the year range apparently like? What is it it's, like? It's you had to grow up in the 2000s is the way that I defined it. Because a millennial just means someone who grew up in the millennium, which is 2000 to 2010. Right. So by you, the time. 2000, wait, Tuesday, 2000, Yes. So you technically, by definition, in my definition, you're a millennial, but you didn't pass my millennial test. This is how the millennial test works. I didn't grow up then. I grew up in the 90s. Uh, no, but you by still, were you 18 before you were, before uh, 2000, the year 2000, were you 18? I was, I was 18 in 2006. Okay. So See? then I would consider, I would consider you a millennial. I'd, I'd consider but you, you a millennial. But you too. didn't pass, you didn't pass to my me, millennial test. a millennial test. is someone who's born, born in the 90s. No. No, 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 no. Born in the 90s. No, it doesn't have I to was, be. I just missed the mark. No, it doesn't have to be. See, but I, if was, you, I was 18 in 2000. Okay. So I, I would not consider no, myself No, then you're a millennial. If I turned 18 in 2000. In 2000, you grew up in the millennium. So no, no, millennium. no, I was already grown up. I have turned 18. No, I was an adult. No, you turned 18, which means that you had to do some growing. Don't try to, anyway. Anyway, <laughs> he, Chuck, no, no, Chuck no, doesn't I'm count. Old. Hang on, Chuck doesn't count simply because he didn't pass my millennial test. <laughs> if you ever want to figure out if someone's a millennial, you just ask them, are you a millennial? If they say no, they're a millennial. <laughs> Chuck said, "What? So if you he works, ask an eighty-year-old no, if they're well, listen, a millennial, and they say no, no, because eighty-year-olds will just complain about millennials. Are you, are you a millennial? <laughs> them goddamn you know, but, but you, you know what? If you want to call that generation, here's something, I, and I, I want to. This is an important thing to, to point out. Yeah, this generation, whether it be you were born there, what I think we're the thing we got to get. They got to get more credit for is innovation, because we're in a time period. I mean, you guys are doing your own podcast right now." You know, 20 years ago, the idea of doing your own radio show for the world to hear it was unfathomable. <clears throat> you know, I mean, we are in the in the age of a true age of entrepreneurship and having no choice because of the job market to build your own ship, build your own opportunities. And this generation is really taking a foot to that. You see all these startups, Absolutely. all these new opportunities. So I, I think 15, 20 years from now, the most positive, one of the most positive things going to be on the outlook of this generation is this entrepreneurial spirit. Our That's something I think that generation doesn't get enough credit for. Absolutely. Now, Chuck, something I wanted to ask you about, since we were kind of speaking a little bit about nostalgia, is have you ever, have you ever had anyone naked at one of your shows? Unfortunately, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you never had no girls like throw no no bras onto the not not the, yet. the DJ this I, I, I have. <laughs> I haven't I haven't crossed that crossed that line yet, you know. 
not yet, not yet. But looking looking forward to that moment, though. <laughs> he said, "I'm looking forward to it." <laughs> Look, looking looking forward to that moment. Though. There you go. Now you know something that kind of interests me is you know what what kind of mindset do you have to be in in order to get either naked at like shows or like in uh, like to go streaking or like um, skinny dipping? Like what kind of mindset? Do you have to be because there's obviously a negative stigmatism. I, I think there's a different one for each one. I mean, if you're at yeah, like that's, a, that's real. If you're at a concert, it's because you just don't give a because you're at a concert and you know nobody gives a when you're at a concert. Okay. Skinny dipping is either you like to swim naked by yourself or you got someone under the moon and the stars and you're taking them in the water naked. <laughs> you, you got something else planned going on. Exactly. Um, <laughs> you guys are nasty. Hey, if you're gonna go streaking, it's because. That you're with a bunch of gay guys that think that it's cool to run naked with each other down the street drunk. That 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 that's attention, right? There. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's attention. That's, yeah, that's that's the <clears throat> frat guys that aren't getting any that are gonna try and go. There, get there, there is the lightweight version of street call. Like they have like the undie run. You know, you're running your draws. They have yeah. that that goes on. That's like that's that's kind of like the the gate the, the gateway drug to streaking. Yeah. <laughs> the gateway it. drug to streaking. <laughs> <laughs> that's the best way. Here, just take this pill and run. You'll be fine. That's, that's all I got right now. But if it, it now if you go to like Burning Man and EDM concerts and stuff like that, I think that's drugs. People go out there and get so up that they just they they don't care they're they're animals oh, animals i tell you <laughs> oh jeez concerts are interesting I'm, I'm a big concert goer yeah and the thing is i'm i'm i don't i don't partake in any drugs i rarely 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 drink mm-hmm. so basically every concert i go to actually every concert i'm sober so it's the funniest shit just kind of like observe and look around everybody's reacting and this is like it, 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 it's some interesting observations, man. Because, you know, I'm there for the music and enjoy the whole moment and everything. But you look at certain folks, you're just like... Like, I remember I was talking to one of my one of my closest friends. We went to go see Kanye back in 08. And I was describing the concert song for song, moment for moment. He's like, man, I don't remember shit, man. I remember <laughs> us being at the hotel, us going to Staples, and I don't remember shit else about the concert. Yeah, remember when... Any- no, I don't remember that part. <laughs> I've had a few concerts like that. Oh, <laughs> I, well, I was face down at one, but that's that's a different story. <laughs> that sounds like a uh, that's a concert. Uh, oh no, it was a concert, Ooh. man. I needed that break too. Ooh, <laughs> I, I I listened to the whole damn thing, but my face was in the grass all night. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs> yep. <laughs> now, as far as far as freedom goes, right, and um, and being free. I think there should be some types of limitations to the point of where people feel, you know, uncomfortable. If someone feels uncomfortable, then, you know, then we should put limitations on it. But then at the same time, how do we get to those places of being comfortable if we don't push those limitations? So, you know, something that I think shouldn't be allowed is extreme cases of public display of affection. Do you know what that is? Do you guys know what See, that is? I, I, have, I, have, I have no problem with PDA, funny enough. So, so, I, I, well, you haven't seen. I. You haven't seen what I've seen there. <laughs> I mean, there, 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 there's, there's, if it gets, if you're rounding second to get the third, yeah, it's time to take it somewhere else. But, you know, PDA, it, there's nothing wrong with PDA. Like, I, I, if, I, I if I'm in a relationship, I am I am definitely PDA, and I'm kissing in public. I got the arm around them, and I was like, you know, I'm, I'm an affectionate person. But if you're around the second, going to third, it's it's time to that's, take it out back. I, 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 that's considered PDA. Yeah. Ext- that, yeah. I, I, extreme, I think, is rounding first, going to second, when you're starting to do boo grabs over the shirt and everything. It's, uh, that's, yeah. uh, it's, time, it's time to go Dude, uh, to the car or hotel All he's trying to do, something. he's trying to free the boob. That's he's all try- he's trying he's to. He's trying to free the boob. Free just, that boob. He's a it. believer. He's <laughs> a believer that's all that is 
Um, no, no, yeah, there's limitations on that. You know, when it gets to a certain point, it's it's time to take it somewhere else. Like no one, no one needs to see your public. You know, no one needs to see that part. Of it, yeah. Yeah, no one needs to see that. But if you're kissing, holding hands, hugging uh, on each other, yeah, that's, all, I have nobody. Some, dude, who cares? There's some, some extremely freaky people out there that probably would, you know. Yeah. Be, be the peeping times, be peeping it out, and shit, but that's a whole nother. Well, well, let me throw a wrench into this, okay? So if we, it sounds like for the most part, at designated areas, we all believe like there should be pu- yeah. public nudity, right? If you want to be so naked, go now, for it. If you, if we had public nudity and PDA mixed together, even light PDA. <sighs> That automatically turns that hug into something way else. This this turns into a live action porno is what that turns into. Exactly. It's a it's an ongoing orgy on the beach of but, Diodonis's California. But you were saying <laughs> <laughs> California beach. But but you were saying you were saying though, you guys don't mind the kissing, right? You guys right, don't no, mind kissing. No. Okay. So no, if no, someone no. if someone is lying on a beach with someone else and they're kissing like one lying on top of each other and it's a, a nude beach, you guys are okay with that. Yeah. Well, we, you know what you're walking into. Yeah, you're <laughs> you know walking, into, you're a walking nude, into a nude beach, orgy but, but beach. But, but but now you're one 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 step away, one or actually one thrust away <laughs> from it going to a whole another situation. Yep. I just wanted to take closing. Could, could, could you imagine? Could you? A, it's just a matter. Closing on imagine just turning over. At that could, could you imagine walking on the beach and going, "Oops, wrong hole," and you hear that and you're like, "What the f- beach am I on?" <laughs> I just want to take. Yeah, yeah. The second, I just want to take, hang on, hang on. I want to take a sec. I want to take a second to thank both of you guys for your maturity levels <laughs> on the subject. <laughs> well, well, we're on a subject. I have no maturity level. Are you kidding me? I have so many more things I want to say. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, God. I mean, but if we're just keeping a buck here. We're keeping it 100% here. You know what I mean? I got you. And that's what we do here on What's With Millennials podcast. We keep it 100% and, and very immature and. Lots of nudity. I'm naked right now. Perfect. Okay. So, <laughs> Chris, stop touching me. Hey, sorry. That's my. Hey, that's, hey, that's, hey, yeah. we do, hey, maybe you guys are around in second and third. <laughs> you know, I, I feel you in spirit, Chuck. All right. <laughs> I don't need to feel. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, something also, too, I kind of wanted to ask. You know how there's um, the things that are acceptable for nudity right now? Is like artwork, right? Yeah. And they have like, uh, you know, those classic teen or college movies where they have like the person standing nude and then people are like painting them and yeah. stuff. And like, my question is, how do you draw the line between art and pornography? It's all done in taste. It's all so it's as long as I could taste them. Then we we're we're on good we're on good footing. <laughs> if you're if you're tasting them, I think that's pornography. But you know, it's to each their own. I I think honestly, I think that the the it's all art depending on the person who's viewing it. I mean, I can look at a tattoo and go, "That's art," and some somebody else can look at a tattoo and go, that, "That's disgusting." I mean, I, I, art is art is subjective. There's yeah, always yeah, and, and, artist, so, artist and if you talked if you talked to like a, a porn stars. They believe they're 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 doing art that it's art and it's entertainment for somebody just like an actor thinks what they do is art and entertainment. So I don't think it's pornography, especially if you're taking an art class and you're drawing some some na- naked chick or dude. You know, just put a fruit basket in front of them. <laughs> <laughs> there's a certain level of maturity which we are not showing right no, now. No, not at all. But there's a certain level of maturity and respectability line. You know that you know. I mean, it's like you know the old like you. 
you walk into Caesar's Palace, you know, you see, you know, statue of like, you know, like Leonardo, or whatever. You're just like, whoa, there's like a, a wood, like a stone dick in my face, like you know, <laughs> what, you know, stone in my you know face. Saying? Like, you know, like, you, you know, it's like it's all in t- in, in, in comfortability. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, and and and, and, and art is subjective. Artist subjective. Yeah. So you know, there's gonna be those, you know, those those arguments of well, that's not art, that's not art. And once again, that goes back to what we were saying earlier about freedom of speech. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna say something, be prepared or do something, you better be able to defend it. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, now, you Chuck, know, you, you, dude, with that with that said, what part of the music process makes you feel the most free? The, definitely the creative process where you walk into a room and you don't know what's going to happen. And I mean, I, actually, being on stage is the second one. But going okay. back to the studio, to where you can't create your records with the idea of, "Yo, I'm in here trying to make a hit. I'm trying to make a certain type of record." You're gonna not hit your mark every time. You just gotta go in there and not think. The worst thing about art is to th- overthink it. Absolutely. When you start over overthinking your process, that's when you have no process, and you're, and you're not gonna come up with anything. You have to just go in it head first. And just see what happens. Some days you have, you know, you know, you have your good days, you have your slow days, and then you have your days where you're hitting on all cylinders. Mm-hmm. It just happens. Um, and then getting on stage is like, man, like some people hate public speaking, but I love being in front of hundreds of people and and doing, you know, doing my thing. It's 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 a certain connection, a certain freedom to it that you can have the world in the palm of your hands at that moment. You know, it's, you know, that's a Kanye quote: "No one man should have all that power," but it's 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 an incredible for some people it's frightening for me it's an, you know it's a, it's a liberating experience you know what i mean and you're up there like and people give you the, the the room to be yourself and express they want you they're coming to see you express yourself on in a public form they've given you permission by paying their money they've given you permission <laughs> to you know express yourself that's that's a hell of a job right yeah now now that's speaking a, of crazy- speaking of expression right you you can relate nudity to smut to smut like hip-hop is to vulgar language but how do you find that line that separates it into free expression for me and being a communication major in college and this is the always the the, the the argument i always I always use with people talking about profanity and music it has to fit it has to be there mm-hmm. for a reason you know it, it it even in the most raunchiest of records let's just take a two live crew record for example you, ever, you know, it, it, it's there for a reason. It's there to you know, to create some type of shock value to it. There is a reason for it. And for me, your your language and how you use it, has there has to be a point to it. Mm-hmm. There has to be. You can't just do whatever you want without a point. That's kind of like we're talking about protesting. For me, protesting is about raising awareness. But after the protest, you raise awareness. Where's the action? You got to do something else yeah. that follows up to it. Otherwise, there's no point to the protest. Yeah. What do you bring in, you know, reaction to? Then you got to act on those things. Yeah. So for me, it's all about it. There has to be a legitimate point. One more time to go circle around what we've been talking about. You know, there's freedom of speech, but what is your point? Are you able to defend it? So when I use certain language in the song, and, and, and I'm very conscientious when I'm, when I'm writing the song, even yeah. more conscientious before I record it. I am always fully prepared to defend what I'm going to say because if somebody calls me on the carpet for it, I know what I'm going to say already. You know, I have the comfortability of this is why I said it, and 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 I'm standing by it. If you if you can't stand behind it, then don't say it. So this goes back to you taking a stance 
and then making sure that you follow through with it. Right. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a maturing factor, and everybody's maturing as they get older. There's things that. You know, being almost 35 years old that I look at when I was 18, 19, 20 years old, I thought a completely different way on it or I acted a different way. And, and those things change because you start realizing and you start um, analyzing your surroundings a little bit more and realizing that what you do can affect others as well. So, Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. And speaking of affecting others, we're going to go ahead and get started in our next segment, which is listener mail. Yeah. Wake the f- Let's see. Let's see what kind of crazy, crazy <laughs> listeners you got, D. I'm, I'm kind of frightened, but we, we going we gon' we. As Drake said, we gonna see. We, we gonna see. see. All right. We gonna see. So this one is from Pierce. What's up, Pierce? Hi, Pierce. Yeah, that's that's like Pierce Brosnan. That's that's that lady getter Debonair. name right there. That's the lady getter name. I like that. That's yeah. Debonair right there. Uh, oh yeah, it is. <laughs> Pierce writes. Dear WWM crew, what is the best way to make a good first impression at a new job, Pierce? Ooh, the best way to make a good first impression is is don't come in overly cocky and just work your ass off. That's it. That's sure. how you make a good first impression. Don't don't be an asshole, and um yep. and 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 don't think you're better than your coworkers because you don't know. <laughs> Okay, here's I got you. One, here's one. Be on time. Yeah. Be on time. <laughs> be on time, man. Like half the battles is being on time. Well man. spoken. As a, as a as a previous store manager, but if you you your first week with me, if you come in even two seconds late, I'm gonna fucking, I, I know for a fact you're not gonna work out. I'm gonna rip you a new and, one. Yep. But no, if you've been working there and you gotta get your trust, and I know you're gonna be there, and you show up ten minutes late, as long as you send me a text message, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> and re- rebound off with Chris, what you said earlier, it's also, you know, making that first impression of not, not only don't be a d- but also don't open your mouth too much the first week. Oh, yeah. Shut up, peep game, <laughs> see what the environment is. And then, you know, when you're comfortable and you understand what the game is, you understand what you're getting into, then you can start talking a little yep. bit more, you yep. know? You know what I mean? Like, you got you got, you got to get in where you fit in it's a chess game it's a chess game you got to go in there playing chess and going okay how am i going to line my stars right now or my pawns so i can get my queen through and kill these motherfuckers every every new environment is different so you know you got you got to see how it is and see how the games how people react and so forth don't 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 talk yourself out of the opportunity right that's what we're saying. And, just, and like, you're right. Just be cool with everybody, man. And whatever you do, don't get caught up in the office drama the first week. You shouldn't really get caught up in the office drama in general. Stay but away first from week, it. Yeah. My bad. <laughs> uh, 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 uh. Drama, yeah. drama, drama, drama. Drama follows me. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> I think D's a prima donna, and he just doesn't admit it. No, I admit yeah, that. Yeah, he, he, has, he has his moments. He has his moments. <laughs> uh, no, I admit that fully. <laughs> All right, so, so Pierce, to sum that up, um... Kiss the boss's ass. All right. Yeah. <laughs> this next one. This next one is from Mark. What's up, Mark? Yeah, Mark. What up, Mark? Mark writes, Dear WWM crew, how do I get a girl? How do I get a girl to send me nudes? Mark. <laughs> Ask her. Just see what happens. Ask her. Ask her. Nah. No, no, no. Ask. Finesse. No, 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 Mark. Don't finesse. If you're begging for if you're begging for nudes from a girl that you're seeing, you're either not doing something right and seeing that in person, or you're not watching enough porn. So go go online, get the porn for free, nah, and nah. you don't need to ask her for Mark, nudes. Mark, I got you. 
Mark, I got you. Check it. I, I, I got to hear this thought process. Okay, yeah. Go check ahead. I got to hear this. Okay, too. how do Mark? How do I get it? Okay, how do you get a girl to send nudes? Okay, peep game, Mark. Check it. Okay, so what you do? Okay, because you first, first you find out who's in her family, right? Say so she has like a little brother, you know, sister or whatever. Okay, send her a text message. Say I got your, I got going? your brother in my trunk. Send me nudes now, or he. <laughs> in Ten minutes, you won't black, see him again. Black, black See, the conversation, conversation has to go there, man. This is a way of you, it's a it's a level of trust. It's a level of trust, and I think here's the funny thing. I think Instagram knew that shit was going on because you know they got that new feature now where you can send shit, you know disappear like after a second view or something like that. Oh, they like knew Snapchat that shit was going too. on. Yeah, they, they they had that Snapchat feature now. They know what's going on in the world. I mean, that, now that's really 2017 right there. Uh-huh. That's yeah. really some 2017 <laughs> but, shit right there. You, you know what's funny is these people don't realize that the shit they're taking pictures of and it's disappearing. You know Instagram's holding that onto that shit in the background going, ha-ha, we oh, got... Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There, there, there's a database of all that shit yeah. somewhere, somehow, somewhere. Damn. So you just don't know who's looking at it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it, it's I think at, going that route is a level of comfortability. You know, what I mean, there, there's rules to that, to that, to that. I guess that part of it, you know, yeah. you can't, and it tells you if you screenshot something too. Yep. <laughs> so, Mark, how you get a girl to send you nudes? Have that one-on-one conversation with them and gain trust, build trust. Yeah, build the trust. There we go. Otherwise, just go to a porn site. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this one, next one is from Tiffany. Hey, Tiffany. What's up, Tiffany? How Tiffany. you doing? Tiffany writes, what is the best way to get over my fear of heights? Tiffany. Ooh. Um, fear, I, I, I really don't have a fear of heart, heights, but if you want to get over it, just go jump out of, out of a plane. What the? Just, what? Uh, yeah, just go jump out of a plane. That's like, you know what? There's so many people afraid of heights. Just put a parachute on, go jump out of a plane, and, and maybe you'll actually overcome it. If you don't know it, overcome it, don't try. <laughs> but let's, let's assume... That Tiffany is trying to work her way up to jumping out of a plane. Okay. Yes. So what, first, what is? For, yeah. First, first you go to Las Vegas, then you get on a stratosphere, then you get on that piece of junk. Oh jeez. <laughs> you already know the roller coaster up there. That's yeah. high enough. And you, you know it's levels to it. So maybe you go Six Flags at one point. See, I, I, I necessarily don't have a, a fear for, of heights, yeah. but I won't jump out of a fucking plane. <laughs> Unless it's an emergency and it's life or death, I, that's not my thing. More power to you, but um, I think I think D, you're right. It's levels to it, man. You yeah. Got to got to work your way up to it. So, so if you're afraid of anything over ten feet, um, you know, work your way up to ten feet first, and then go to like fifteen feet, and maybe maybe I don't. Where would you even test this? Would you go to like? A, I would say a good way is stand on a roof. Yeah, there you go. Just stand on a roof. Maybe. No, um, for real. The, the, I would say a good way. Is if you live in a city, you can walk up to the second floor and then walk back down. And the next day, walk up to the third floor and then walk back down. And the next day, walk up to the fourth floor and walk back down. Or if you live in the Bay Area like we, or like we used to, you can get a job on the other side of the bridge and have to go across the bridge every single day. Yeah. And then I'd eventually, do it. I'd do it. You'd, you'd, you'd get over at least that little bit. Um, Cause yeah, every time I go across that bridge, I'm just like, uh, oh, I love that bridge. Stuck to the seat. I love that bridge. Okay, well, you're probably not well, afraid. I haven't been on the new bridge yet that goes into San Francisco. You know, the the rest of the Bay I Bridge that they finished. I haven't gone over that. Looks fun. Okay, so <laughs> Tiffany, 
to answer your question gradually. Yes. Do it gradually. Um, but yeah, this has been fun, guys. Want to thank all of the listeners for tuning in. I also hey. want to thank DJ Chuck, aka the Old Soul, for coming. Uh, thanks, in. thanks for having me. Thank, on, guys. thank you for coming on, man. Yeah, now no what, doubt, man. So, what, right, go ahead. I'm sorry, yeah, yeah. I was gonna <laughs> say, uh, what's a, a good way for people to be able to get Selecta? All right, here's seamless plug time. So get the get the get the extension cores out, get the plugs. <laughs> I'm about to plug in a bunch of extensions here. So, honorflowproductions.com. Honor, I have an honor of being on this podcast. Flow going to flowproductions with the s.com. You'll find everything there. The selected tape, my demonstration tapes, DJ's Lord Summer Summer Lust tape, our EP Boombox sketches. We have a new album coming out very very soon. We have actually uh, a house EP coming out before our Ooh. album with our man Jeff the Jacker. A lot of that's going to go on. So, honorflowproductions.com. I'm on Instagram and Twitter. My handle is at the old soul H-A-P. So, the T-H-E-O-L-D soul S-O-U-S. Oh, my God. I can't spell it. S-O-U-L-H-F-P at the old soul H-A-P. That's Twitter and Instagram. And uh, and follow me there for, for, for musical goodness, art journeys, and you know, a couple jokes here and there. So honorflowproductions.com at the also HFP. Uh, you know, come see us. Come holler at us, download the music, and uh, we hope to see you in another show. Music coming soon. And I, I think I think to help close out the show, like I actually got some on my heart. Like I think we should play one of one of these old records just a little bit. I think we should play a little bit of one of these old. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah, so we're we're gonna I think so. Can you guys hear that? Yeah. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yup. Yo, D. We're gonna let D sing a little bit, then we'll cut it off. I was so off tune. If you if you've ever seen a black man blush, it's hard to. I'm seeing this man blush right now. So. Oh man. I got the I got the cringe face. Something fierce. We, we recorded that. That was, that was January 07, man. That was. D, how old were you at that point? Like what? 07. I was 16. 16. We 16. recorded that. What? You were at the crib for one. See, here's the thing. Because he's from up north, from from down here, and it's supposed to come down and visit. He would only be here for a couple hours. So we only had like five hours to do these songs. So from beginning to end, we would have to do these from top to bottom. Like Damn. that. That's a credit to, to our working chemistry. Damn, it. hell yeah. <laughs> Super quick. But all right, guys. Thank you, uh, DJ Chuck, for embarrassing me. Uh... <laughs> Don't edit that out either, fool. Don't edit that out. <laughs> I'm totally editing. Does not edit I'm that editing out. that out right now. Oh, yeah. Right, you, can, you can tell he's editing that out. The second it came on, he was like, oh, man, I got work to do now. <laughs> <laughs> but all right, Seriously, DJ guys, Chuck. Thanks, thanks again for real. Hey, yeah, thank, man. No, thank, thank you, you for, for being on. Too. Thank you. We appreciate it. All right, guys. This is Diodonis. This is Truex. And special guest. DJ Chuck, the old soul, the mighty, mighty Iron Floor Production. Soul Class salutes y'all. Y'all stay good. We will catch you guys later. Peace. Bye bye. Deuces. Soul Class salutes.
If you'd like your question asked on air, email us at wwmpodcast at gmail.com. Follow and like on Facebook at What's With Millennials. Follow on Instagram at WWM underscore show. And send us a tweet at WWM show. What's With Millennials Podcasts.